0: Money FM 89.3. Best of Breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the Bigger Picture. Well, we've got lots to unpack. Earlier in the week, we had the FOMC hiking rates by 25 basis points. And then the central bank spotlight turned to the Bank of England, which hiked by 50 basis points. And that, interestingly, also saw a more upbeat economic outlook and they are forecasting a shorter and shallower recession than previously set out in November. The ECB also hiked rates by 50 basis points and also, like the BOE, talked about more rate hikes to come. And on top of that, we have the tech earnings to unpack and helping us to do that is Ablash Narayan. He is the Senior Investment Strategist for Standard Chartered Private Bank. Morning, Ablash, Happy Friday. Hope you're ready for the weekend.
1: Good morning, Brian.
0: Now, before I get you off to the weekend, let's talk about what's playing out on the central bank front. So, we've got the BOE hiking rates, the ECB also hiking rates, but it's worth noting that it's a more optimistic picture right now coming through from BOE. So, not as gloomy as before uh, in terms of expectations for the fourth quarter. It's projecting the quarter to contract um, by just... and this is compared to the 2% forecast back in November.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, if you look at the BOE meeting, uh, there were two angles to it, right? On one angle, we did get the good news uh, in terms of less bearish uh, economic outlook. But if you look at it from a market's perspective, uh, I think w- the thing that markets focused on was the fact that BOE may be coming close to the end of its hiking cycle. So we saw BOE remove uh, you know, a particular statement from it, a, a particular phrase from its statement where it said earlier that it would forcefully hike rates. That phrase was removed, and we also saw a couple of BOE members uh, coming out and being a bit more ambivalent around, around the rate hikes, and that's why, if you look at it, 10-year the UK yields fell around 30 basis points just overnight, and we saw uh, the pound also decline quite sharply. So, you know, net-net, we think that in the near term, uh, the pound could weaken versus the US dollar uh, as markets reassess uh, the BOE rate hike expectations.
0: Yeah, there's a key point, Abulash, near the end of his hiking cycle, based on at least expectations. Where are we for the ECB? How near is it?
1: Well, if you look at the statement from ECB President Lagarde uh, yesterday, she did indicate that, you know, a fifty basis point rate hike is is very likely in, in the March meeting. And what's unique about this fact is that usually ECB has not been, you know, giving as strong uh, a forward guidance. So what uh, President lagarde said uh, essentially logged in a fifty basis point rate hike for March, but beyond that uh, we did see a bit of uh, you know easing of stance from ECB or easing of hawkishness because they said that going forward beyond march ECB will hike depending on the data and President lagarde also acknowledged that you know inflation is starting to come down, and again markets interpreted that as being Slightly less hawkish uh, mm. stance from, from ECB, and that's why we saw uh, 10-year German bund yield decline by 20 basis points, which is a huge magnitude. And we saw, E3, uh, we saw Euro also you know, decline after the month-long rally that we have seen.
0: Yeah, it's worth noting that the FMC hiked 25 basis points and it really depends on how you look at what they said because uh, markets still pushed higher anyways, but it's worth noting back home banks in Singapore were under pressure as investors started to feel that maybe the best days of just rates going up may be over. What's your view on how banks will be performing in the coming year?
1: Well, uh, globally, uh, not just in Singapore, but globally, apart from Euro area, we think that banking sector sh- uh, will broadly perform in line with with the market expectations, and uh, and and that's that's because of two reasons. The first one is that, you know, uh, last year we saw a big rally in banks globally, be it Singapore, be it, be it US, be it Europe. And because of that, banks' valuation are not as cheap as they were, you know, uh, 12 months back. The second factor is that, you know, given the fact that uh, yield curves, uh, or, you know, the, the difference between long-term and short-term yields has declined quite substantially, that means that the margins for banking sector are likely to come under pressure. So, you know, uh, while the, the overall economic outlook look is still okay we, we do expect a bit of slowdown in growth slowdown in loan demand we think the earnings should hold up relatively well but but we're not looking for a, a substantial increase in earnings and that's why we think that uh, banks in Singapore and even in the mm. US are likely to perform broadly in line with the market indices
0: right we're trying to he is the senior investment strategist for Senate Chartered Private Bank now I just take attention to the um, earnings side of things and this is um, now seeing quite a consistent picture playing out. You've got the tech space just painting a gloomier picture and I'm just going to pick an Apple first. So they are painting a couple of hit wins and one of them notably is a stronger US dollar hitting the bottom line. How much more do you think this will play out for you know, US companies in terms of US dollar hit wins?
1: Well, if you look at the, the U.S. dollar, right, we started to see U.S. dollar decline, uh, you know, from from November onwards last year. So, yes, U.S. dollar strength has been a challenge for, for U.S. companies in in past. But we think that, you know, as we head into 2023, uh, U.S. dollar strength uh, will stop being uh, uh, a drag on earnings for US companies. We've already seen the dollar decline by around ten percent in the past three months or so. So that's that's a big adjustment. But if I if I zoom out of just Apple and look at the broader US earnings, you know, one thing that, that really stands out to me is the fact that Back in November, December, markets were expecting 6% earnings growth in, in 2023. And we felt that it was too optimistic given the fact that uh, a recession is highly likely in the U.S. Mm. And that was one of the reasons why we went underweight on equities. And that's exactly what's playing out, right? So if you look at the earnings expectations for, for the coming 12 months, that has been revised down to around 3% and we think that there is further room for those earnings expectations to be revised down. So yes, we've seen a rally in NASDAQ and tech stocks in the past month or so, but we'd rather fade that rally and use it to sort of reallocate into into bonds away from equities uh, because we think that earnings still have a bit more downside uh, in terms of revisions.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at Google's earnings and they are pointing to how digital advertising, uh, they are seeing a larger pullback in the the latest quarter they reported than the prior quarter is that a sign that you no know, consumers and corporates in the u.s at least are starting to cut back on spending and could this even deepen in the coming year
1: Yes, I think if you look at uh, the, uh, the, the overall consumer spending in U.S., we think that that will decline. So retail sales have been softening. If you look at the excess savings that U.S. consumers had built up during the pandemic through the stimulus check that they received, that uh, extra savings has largely been eroded because of the strong consumption we saw last year. And when you, uh, you know pair that with the fact that U.S. economy is expected to slow down, if you look at the PMI data that has been in contractionary territory for the last seven, eight months, uh, we think it makes sense uh, for for business to to sort of be more prudent in spending, and that would translate into weaker advertising spend for for a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. And that's why you know uh, we've been sort of a bit more cautious on on U.S. equities uh, since last two three months because we think that uh, markets may be underestimating uh, the downside to earnings in 2023.
0: All right, and just to wrap things up, we've got a, a payrolls numbers to look out for tonight, and we are looking at a consensus forecasts of one hundred eighty-seven thousand added for January. If we get a bigger number, it could mean the Fed would have to do more to cool down the economy. What's your expectations of where the jobs number will paint? And of course, we've been seeing so many tech layoffs. What's the jobs market outlook like for you? <laughs>
1: If I look at the jobs market outlook, I think it's still fairly strong. So earlier this week, we got the jobs opening data uh, come through. And again, we saw an increase in number of job openings in U.S. And right now, there are 1.9 jobs, uh, job openings out there for each unemployed, an unemployed person in U.S. So the job market is really strong. There is a really strong demand. Now when I focus on the non-farm payrolls number uh, this uh, uh, later today, I think uh, there is a risk of a disappointment and that is largely due to technical reasons. So uh, U.S. also has an ADP payroll data, which is a private uh, payroll aggregation sort of service. And what that showed was that because of uh, cold weather in in parts of U.S. uh, in the past month, uh, there was some disruption to to sort of employment data in in, in parts of U.S. So uh, we could see that play through in the NFP data later tonight. But net net that should not change the picture uh, that U.S. job market remains exceptionally strong at the moment.
0: All right, resilient job markets are uh, still possibly in focus in the coming months for the US. In which I he is the senior investment strategist for Stanchart Private Bank. Adash, thanks for your time and have a great weekend in advance. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg.